Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 143. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. Back again. Dressed. For another week. Mm-hmm. Dressed to the nines. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I got That's what I was going to go it. with. That's right. Behind the cameras, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Fun Turn Clint. Hello, hello. You heard it there, folks. It's a new signature so, right there. We're coming, coming at you uh, live. I mean, I guess technically live. I mean, you're going to see this edited. We are live. To a degree. So, what's Real Talk? You know the deal by now, but just in case you're one of the one people that watch this per year that's new. Appreciate it. Listen, uh, we, Real Talk's an opportunity, a platform, dare I say, a space in which it's safe to talk about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between. We're just a few guys that love Jesus, love life, and by golly, love you. And what we're trying to do is give you the chance to ask some questions. And join us at the proverbial table mm. as we talk about all of those things. Somewhere in the description of this video and or podcast, if you're watching the video, it'll probably appear right here, right now, at www.theremnant.live slash real-talk. That's R-E-A-L in that. So www.theremnant.live slash real-talk. Click the link. Go all the way down to submit a question or ask a question, something like that. Boom. Click it. It'll open up a form fillable box. Tippity-tap, your question, comments, concerns, articles, whatnot, and we will discuss that and give you guys the best answer we can about all of those things. That's right, man. We also try to, as the show has evolved, to discuss current issues and give you our take as three young guys living the American dream. Well, we're in America. That's right, and man. We love Jesus. And, uh, you know, hopefully if you're a non-believer, meaning you're a non-Christian that's kind of hopping through that, maybe we can change your preconceived notions of what a Christian is. Hmm. And if you are a believer, maybe we can challenge some of your thoughts or give some clarity to answers and answers to questions that you feel uncomfortable asking your pastor, those kinds of things. So there's really no question off limits. None. Um, because, you know, we sort of live by the motto that in the absence of the church, that's with a capital C, giving an answer to questions then the world will fill those. That's right, man. Um, and so that's that's the deal. Yep. So there we are. Um, last week, we've we've gotten some... Well, first of all, we were shadow banned. Oh, 100%. What does that mean? You guys can make fun of us if you want, but you can go just take a look at the numbers yourself. Whenever we talk about certain topics, which I'm not going to say those words right now, um, it has to do with our current... Media and political climate of any kind. We don't even give a viewpoint necessarily. Not really. We get some trouble. That's um, right, man. Meaning that, uh, you know, our views just, and at least on certain platforms, yeah, uh, go down. So I don't know why I told you that. But what I did find is there were people that were pretty happy with our uh, show notes, man. Yeah, man. They really, yeah, you're right. Seem to keep the there show. Some positive feedback on them for sure. Flowing. Oh, yeah. So we have some good questions. And we, once again, Sound of our papers as we have grown and become semi-professional. <laughs> so, AJ, as you can see, I've went through part one A and B, and we now move into part two. So, AJ, how you doing, man? Um, I'm doing okay. Um, I think for those of you who listened last week, I kind of went into, you know, life and kind of where I was at, and um, I think. One thing that I'm trying to work through is it's kind of hard to put into words sometimes, so I'm sorry. Um, the idea that 
I'm well. Okay, I guess yeah. I should say sorry. <laughs> sorry, it's okay. It's hard. It's, yeah. So, I I know I'm selfish, and I know that's. I guess it's hard for me sometimes because the way I grew up and the way that I was raised was to be not selfish, but in in that I was selfish, and I guess. Um, so for that, that carries on into life. And now that you know, I've been a, you know I've been a, been a Christian for five years now, or yeah, I think it's five years. 2016. That's five years, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so, you know, I've been a Christian for five years, uh, you know, which feels like such a long time, but I guess when I look back, I'm like, man, it's such a small, it's such a small percentage of life mm. when it comes to the big scale, you know, there's 21 more there that wasn't. Um, so, I'm just kind of like, I guess, trying to feel my way through what, like, what it means to not be selfish when you've thought most of your life that you weren't, so... And I've had many conversations with you guys and other people, and, you know, the same theme has just been getting just, it's been hitting me over and over again, which is, you know, just the idea of, hey, turn it, turning it away from yourself and, mm. and loving others. And, you know, I think what I realized in my walk, especially when I was first saved, was I was so caught up in, I was so caught up in Christ. I was so caught up in the Bible that I would read it and I'd have questions and then I would, and in in that, I would be so inspired to reach out to people, whether that was people mm. I hadn't talked to in years, or people that I was regularly regularly talking to, mm. whether that was asking them questions or seeing how they were doing. I was so, I realized that I was so caught up in that that I wasn't worried about myself, you know. And somewhere along the line, I, I had that had flipped. I had become more worried about myself than I was the Bible and people, and you know. I think that's where I went wrong in a lot of my life lately um, and why I've been so selfish and like why I've, you know, I've become this, this kind of former self. It feels like where, you know, I'm, I'm a self sabotager and, you know, and I don't, mm. um, I don't give things my best know. effort and, you know, so I guess for me, that that's kind of where I'm at. Like, that's how I'm doing. Like, it's cool because, you know, I think God has really been trying to pull me out of this. And he's been, I mean, he's he's made it enter into, like, every aspect of my life. So I know it's God. Like, God is trying to tell me this. And so now it's, it's like, okay, now, now that I see this, like, are you going to obey or not? You know, are you going to follow Jesus or not? And so, you know, I'm going to follow Jesus. And I know it's going to be a hard road because I know that there's going to be times where, you know, we as humans, it's hard to have people, you know, that's why I think repentance is so interesting and radical. It's like I told you earlier how it's, it's like a 180 turn. And a lot of the time, man, it's hard for people to see a 180 turn as, as being realistic or like real, right? Because sometimes the, the change can be so drastic. You're like, is that real? Mm. So, you know, I think that's one thing I have to think about is it doesn't matter if people believe it or not at first. Like, you just have to keep following no matter what. It's not about that. You know, it's the truth, man. Yep, That's it's, really it's, good. It's not about it, whether or not people believe you or not. It's about you and God, you know, and are you going to follow him? You know, so that's kind of where I'm at is I think I'm, I'm kind of crossing that line of, okay, because at first I was so caught up in, like, I need people to believe me. And now it's like, okay, I can't. That's not good because I'm still making it about me. It's not even about Jesus still. <laughs> So, um, yeah, man, sometimes and it doesn't matter what you do. Some people just aren't going to believe you. Exactly. Yeah. And like, I have to, I have to live with that. And like, yeah, it stinks. It, yes. And like, I think that's what part of me that is going to be worked on a lot is you have to be okay with how people are because of what you've done, you know? 
Mm-hmm. So, because at the end of the day, it's not like I can just I can't just put blame on people for not wanting to believe me or not believing that I'm changing because I have made mistakes, <laughs> and you know, I can't. I I guess I I can't, um, I can't put people in like a place of like shame on you for that. <laughs> Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, because I I've done what I've done, you know, mm-hmm. so. I can have my own opinion on like you know oh like would I handle things different or whatever like that's that's different like I can't be mad at people for not wanting to trust me or not wanting to you know fully believe me of changing if 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 I have made those mistakes you know mm. so yeah I think I'm just kind of in this place of taking that step now of like okay you know I I was in that place of having to try to get people to believe me but now it's like okay you just need to walk anyway because it doesn't matter <laughs> So that's kind of where I'm at. Um, you know, I know I know I've realized that a lot of the time, so far in my experience as being a Christian these past five years, mm-hmm. is the times that I've been most alive have been when I am just doing what Jesus told the, <laughs> He told us. You know, like what are the, you know, they asked him like, how do you achieve eternal life? And he said, you know, you know, love God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and love others as you love yourself, and through this, all the other laws will be fulfilled. And I'm like, dang, I, you know, no wonder I'm so miserable is because I don't do that. I don't even do those two things. It's like, so mm. I'm, I'm going to take that step of getting back to that place. And man, I, I want to come. It's funny, man, because there's a part of me that almost feels like I can't come into it expecting to change because I almost feel like that's arrogant. But mm. like, if, if God says who he says he is, he will be faithful. You know, like if I take these steps, good things will come from it. You know, mm. but I think that's there's good. a there's a part of me that doesn't want to say that because I'm like, well, that's just arrogant of me to say, because <laughs> it's almost like I don't want to avoid the res- like I don't want to re- avoid the responsibility of my mistakes. Does that make sense? Like I don't yeah. want to just brush off the fact that like, hey, like I've made mistakes, I've done dumb things, but I also know that there is a confidence that you can live in, and I want to live out of that confidence instead of out of that shame. Mm. Um. So, yeah, I hope that was made sense. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess that's kind of where I'm at. You know, I'm just, I'm in that place of, like, that step has to be taken, and I'm going to take it. Um, so, yeah, I hope that was clear. I don't know if it was or not. <laughs> I mean, I, it's hard sometimes because I know more than other people, so I don't know. What do you yeah. Think, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you guys have questions, feel free to ask. Um, it's good, man. Appreciate you sharing that with everyone. I think it's going to be helpful and useful for people, maybe that are Thank you. in similar places. And like, how you, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean no. to interrupt you. Um, I, I, I guess for me, it's also just good for me to like talk about this because I know at the end of the day, like it's just part of the testimony, right? It's just part of like my growth, my journey, my yeah. life, like where where God has taken me, and then where I've taken myself, and where He's go, He's He's came and got me again. You know, like. Mm-hmm. So I think that's cool. <laughs> it is cool and I think it is a testimony yeah it's just, God never gives up on us that's right you know? he always he sees the end result which is pretty cool um, because in believer, as believers we know what that end result is that he's going to finish the good where he started so <laughs> fun turn how you doing man uh, I'm doing pretty good pretty good I had an interesting night last night over at work um, just chaos as usual but also had some cool god moments in it so that's really uh that's really been a interesting 
I guess I've been just thinking about it a lot more. Not even just that. <clears throat> in my reading today, just focusing on that more. And like, I've been hopping around a lot. So I'm back in Proverbs and just going through that again, even like the whole wisdom thing. And that used to be something I pursued a lot, mm. trying to be wise. And it's almost like a slap in the face of like God going, you're still not wise as well as you are lazy at times and you're lazy a lot of the time and you need to wake up. Like, so I've been slapped in the face a lot by that, but also like even getting like my curious natures coming back out again, it seems to go in like waves mm-hmm. where sometimes I'll be like, well, I don't really want to ask a bunch of questions because X, Y, Z, or I'll make up excuses. But then there's times when I'm just like, I don't want to learn everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've had like some, some cool interactions last night with a customer that comes to where I work, just talking about his life. I think I really actually made his day because I feel like nobody probably talks to this guy. And I learned a ton about wire and things like that so it, it was a crazy experience and then just i did get to have some small god moments at work i think uh one of the weirdest things is that the little stuff can also help with those conversations that you have at work so if you have like a radio or something playing worship music or even if you're like ah these people aren't gonna like worship music you can still play christian rap or stuff like that and let's all be honest christian rap is far better than secular rap right now because it's all trash true but just a lot of that stuff has been happening to me a lot lately that's cool, man. A lot of thinking, but not. I don't want to just stay thinking. Um, trying to put it in practice as well. Hmm. Yeah, pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool living it out as you go. You know, scripture in Matthew twenty-eight and the Great Commission. It kind of talks about the translation could be, you know, as you go, where you go in life, where you whether you're at the gas station, work, whatever, you know, make disciples and be the salt and light. So it's awesome. <clears throat> Um, I won't wait for you to ask me. So I'll just, I was to about tell. to say, how you doing, wait, man? You waited awkwardly, so <laughs> I'm going as usual. So, because you never care what I have to say. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> mine is not as serious this week, but yet it is. So, you know me. I try to just lay it out there. Mm-hmm. We'll start from least to most serious. Least. My hair is the longest it's ever been in a long. I don't know, maybe since I was it a looks child. Great. I used to have a mullet as a child, it's and awesome. I had the flowing, like, like a lion's mane from mullet. Uh, maybe we should show that sometime. You can put it on. I'm in. Um, hey, mullets are in. The best picture of that, oh, good, because I'd have been in, that I have of that, though, and also involves a sad story because I was wearing a purple shirt. I might have told you this when I was in like first or second grade with my mullet, which I didn't know what a mullet was. I just, my parents said to me, get a haircut. Yeah. And a kid spit on me at recess. Oh, man. And they literally let, that's before they started doing pictures. I don't know if they still do, but there's a big wet spit stain on my shirt in this school picture. Oh, I I punched him as a kid. (laughs) He was older than me by a couple years, though, so be fair. still showed what's up. Um, But I remember that, man. It was really gross. I still remember who it is, too. I'm not going to say his name, but um, that kid. I actually was in... uh, His younger brother graduated with me. Hmm. So anyway, that's completely off topic. Uh, It's just an odd story from my childhood. What do you think Fun Turn's doing back there? He's definitely not paying attention. What do you think he's doing? <laughs> I don't know. What are you doing back the there? The glasses. The glasses will show all. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they got a nod awkwardly. <laughs> anyway, listen. We called everyone on the show, including myself. Anyway, my hair's real long, and um, need to get a haircut. But I'm to this point so. now. I'm in an odd place. I th- I think you should just commit to the grow out, man. I, we are not sure where that's going to end up, man. That's why it's exciting. Um, but the other side of it, beyond the fact that I'm you know, I'd like to say that I partly want to see what happens with it. The real mm-hmm. reason is I, the, the longer I go, the less motivated I am to actually just make 
to make an appointment. Like, oh, for real. Oh, okay. What are you thought... talking about? In general? <laughs> oh, because I've become, like, shaggier and, like, a... <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought you meant like the longer my hair grows, the less I care about life. It's like, <laughs> it's what I, it's you, I will say, I feel like there's let I, I care less about doing anything with my hair. I've been wearing a hat a lot. Have you noticed yeah, this? And I don't wear hat. a hat, dude. Um, your hair, like when when it starts growing, it does reach a certain point. You can't do anything. Like for example, I don't style my hair anymore because I can't. Yeah, but see, that's the difference. Your hair is straight, bro. Yes, look my hair at mine. Is straight. Yeah, I ha- if I don't put stuff and, in it. Yeah. You guys have seen it. Yeah. I mean, he's there's some volume here. Yes. Um, so it's weird that my hair is that long. It's really not. I, it's just, Todd, why does this matter to you? Because every time I look in the mirror now, it's this fascinating thing of like, man, like, and I don't have any desire, motivation to go get a cut. You know what I mean? Because I don't know. It's not because I want to grow my hair long. I yeah. just, I'm, it's like, I am, be, uh, now that you said it, I'm becoming lazier the longer my hair is. <laughs> like, it's like party Todd oh has come gosh. out. He's like, well, this needs to be a study. I'm telling you, this man. This needs to be a study of people with longer hair. Do like they naturally be. have less of a They drive? care less? Yeah. Because in that case, man, we just don't need to go bald. Um, well, I'll tell you this. <laughs> yeah. No, that wouldn't be good. I have a pterodactyl head. Um, <laughs> the back of my head comes out. It's weird. So, the second thing, and you know this. I like to call this, well, turns still not paying attention, but the rest of you are. He doesn't realize that we've talked about the fact that I'm a squirrel. <laughs> and him not paying attention is like, you know, you know what? We're cutting this guy's pay. <laughs> We're cutting it. <laughs> no more Skittles. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm going to talk today about something that's very serious to me. I recently had a doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not going to go into the details because it's really irrelevant mm-hmm. to why I've been going to the doctor, you know. Yeah. Uh, nothing, nothing super serious right now. Lord, Lord, thank the Lord, knock on wood, whatever. What I have noticed, thought I was knock a little set, <laughs> is I believe, guys, that I have a real problem on my hands. I believe my doctor believes that I'm a drug addict. <laughs> okay? So for those out there watching, I need some advice on this. Hopefully, if we have some medical people, Jill. Uh, you know, Jill, if you're listening, or anyone else that's either a doctor and or a nurse practitioner, any sort of doctor that, I mean, any sort of medical worker that deals with them. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm thinking I'm in a strange place. I feel like they think it, so I'm trying to address it. But I feel like the more I address it, the more, the like more I look. Yes, the more I look like a defensive drug addict. Right. So, what ended up happening? It's a long story. When I was given this medication a while back, mm-hmm. I had to take this drug test for them to give it back to you again. You know, because they're this controlled substances with like pain pills and all. They'll do that to make sure you're not just an addict coming right. in to die, to take stuff. So I came in the first time, and guys, I'm telling you the truth. I took the medicine as prescribed. Yeah. But when I came back again, it, it had this weird thing where it said, and you guys remember when this happened. Yeah. I look at it, and it said inconsistent. And I go, okay, what, what the heck does that mean? So I'm driving along, and the doctor calls me. Nice guy, by the way. He's a new doctor of mine. Yeah. I only had him for probably like six months. Mm-hmm. I needed a new family doctor. Really nice guy. Um, if he sees this, it's going to be ridiculous. But so the, So he... So he calls me personally, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And he goes, hey, I'd like to discuss with you <laughs> your test results. Yeah. And I go, that's great because I also had a question. And I thought he was going to say that I had too much in my system, right? That I was right, abusing. Right. But no, 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 no. He says, this means you're not taking the medicine. <laughs> now, here's, the, here's why that's an issue. Because I'm in my mind, you got to remember, I have this whole defense prepared yeah. for taking too much. And he, this was what? Three months ago, four it was months a while ago, ago, the first time. So 
I get a whole, he, I, I'm prepared. And then he goes, what this means is, because I tried to play dumb a little, because I did some research, you know me, what it means. And yeah. he goes, and I'm getting ready for my speech about how I don't abuse drugs. And he goes, what? And I'm like, well, what does that mean? And he goes, it means that you're not taking your medication. And I go, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, I can clearly prove that to you by bringing you the bottle, which by the way, immediately probably made me look desperate. So essentially, and he never told me why that's an issue, okay? But we've done our own brainstorming, right? Yeah. And our assumption is, is that people will get this medication, not take it and sell it. Sure. So not only does he think I'm a drug addict, or possibly. he believes I'm a drug dealer. Yeah, he is. That I'm a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, he ends up saying, okay, listen, P.S., I learned a little bit about the, the medical world here yeah. in this, and I told you this, but for those listening, like fun terms, not. But what I've learned, I'll never stop. What I've learned <laughs> is, is that... Um, some terminology. What he said was, he goes, well, sometimes these tests are a little, can be sometimes a little finicky, right? They're mm-hmm. not always. He goes, and I'm not going to fire someone for one inconsistent test. And mm-hmm. I, and in my mind, I'm going, I didn't say anything. I think I told you about this later. Right, go, the whole they call it firing right, as a firing, patient. Firing like, a patient. That they, yeah. they, they fire you. Gosh. Which I, you know, I guess you kind of think about it. Like, I understand that this is serious, right? That they don't want to get in trouble. Sure. But you got to understand, and you guys are behind the scenes here. You know that I am not a drug dealer. No, right? no um, you're not a drug dealer. So, so months pass, and I'm t- it's time to go back for my checkup. Mm-hmm. Okay? This week, I'm supposed to go for my checkup, and my appointment got moved. Mm-hmm. Now, I, am, I don't think I even told you this part, so I may have made myself look even guiltier. Oh, no. <laughs> so last Friday, I ran out of this uh, – my other medication I'm supposed to be taking for all this. So then I call and I'm like, hey, you know, I'm running out Sunday, which wasn't a big deal. I mean, I'm okay now, right? But I said, I'm running out of this Sunday. I called the doctor. I said, so can they, can you call my prescription in? Because last time he said I wasn't taking it. Right. And I'm afraid because I'm not going to have it to take, right? right. And so the drug test is going to say again, this isn't in my system. Mm-hmm. So they come back and forth, and this nurse is like, yeah, that makes sense. I'll send it to this other doctor, but he's not in. Then the other doctor goes, I'm going to let you, Dr. So-and-so handle this. So which makes me think she, too, has read the notes and thinks I'm a drug addict. Right, right, right. So I then uh, – I don't think I've told you guys all this, so you might be interested in this part. Okay. So Monday rolls around, which is, as you know, the day of my appointment, which is my day off, which is why I did it. Right. However, the doctor could not meet at my appointment. So they moved my appointment to earlier in the day Mm -hmm. without telling me. Now, I found out later they did try to call me with voicemail, Uh, but then they still didn't get affirmation. They just moved it from 1 p.m. to to like like 10, 9 9 or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I missed that appointment because I didn't think about it. So I call them. I'm call. Do I call? I called her. And I said, hey, I've got, you know, this happened. I missed my doctor's appointment. I need to make a new one. And the nurse seemed a bit odd. Mm-hmm. She seemed a bit suspicious. I didn't tell you this part. Oh, no. Because she goes, uh-huh. <laughs> and she goes, well, doctor so-and-so is not going to see you, but we can have the nurse practitioner see you Wednesday if that's okay. And I go, now, this is why it's all coming together to make me look guilty. So I said, okay, well, this is for a drug test. <clears throat> or drug thing, partially, right? I'm doing my checkup. I said, I have a checkup, but they're also going to do this test on me. Do you, like, can, as long as the nurse practitioner can do this, I'm down, right? Keep in mind, still don't have the medication. Nope. So, which I didn't want to take anyway. It doesn't matter. So she, she just goes, yeah. Like, yeah, I am suspicious of you. So I get off. <laughs> I go into the doctor. 
Now, here's where the story is going to seem shady even to those listening. Oh, man. Now, back to Sunday, as you recall, because you were both there. We played basketball, and I injured my back terribly again. Yeah. Which, if you're a long-term listener, know this happens periodically. Yeah, you, your back. Yeah, it was bad. bad. You saw it. Yeah. And, dude, my back was terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, that wasn't this week. It was last week that last I went week, down. Right. I forgot. Yep, yep. So last Monday, so last Sunday, not this pat, the previous, whatever, but the one before. And then the doctor <laughs> stuff happened last week. Yep. But it all came to a head today, which is why I'm bringing this story up. Yep. Am I losing both of you guys? Nope. Yesterday, I was thinking. Fire, was thinking, fire was, funter. <laughs> he cannot be. I can't hear you, man. Notes. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, you're yeah. making notes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, editing later. So what ends up happening, like you want to cut stuff? Nice. So he, uh, I'm all over today. I'm trying to be, you guys want to see some not shed Todd? Here we go. Though this could end up with yeah. me being sad. <laughs> So anyway, this, that same Sunday, the, before the original doctor's appointment. So mm-hmm. I'll just give dates here so people don't get lost, yep. okay? From yesterday. So what <laughs> happened was on, it would have been Friday the 12th, I had called about the thing because I had an appointment on the 15th of November, which mm-hmm. is, all right? Yes. Then, now let's go back. And that's when all that happened. We're going to make an appointment for you for the 17th with a nurse practitioner to do all this. Right. But let's go back in time to day before that on the 14th. We had church. We played basketball. I terribly hurt my back. Now, my back was bad, dude, right? You guys know this. Mm -hmm. To the point. And those of you that had bad back injuries, like, it's some terrible, terrible pain. Right. Now, (laughs) I will admit I do not know all the law on what I'm about to say. But actually, I do. This He's like, don't do this, Todd. I think it's fair to do this because it is not illegal. Mm -hmm. I had a prescription for pain medicine yeah. from a long time ago. Now, I am paranoid about medicines. You know this. Right. Right? Everybody can attest to this because I read. <laughs> I know the side effects. Right. So typically when I get medicine, I either I take it like pain meds and stuff. Like even prednisone, right, which is just an anti-inflammatory. You guys know this. Mm-hmm. It makes me grumpy. I don't like taking it. Right. Um, so I'll have medications left over because I don't like taking them. I was in so much pain, I took this pain medication. Right. Had, okay. So when I go to the doctor, I didn't realize because I was in so much pain. And the day of, I go, oh, my gosh. This is going to show up on this test that I have like an opiate or something, mm-hmm. whatever, on my, in my blood. So I tell the doc- the nurse when you go in on Wednesday. Now yeah. we're, we're skipping to the 17th. The nurse is like, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. You know, asking. I said, hey, there is one thing I want to say. I hurt my back, too, because it was kind of convenient because I could at least get sure. um, some pain. Right? <laughs> so the nurse asks me what's going You know, hey, any updates? I said, well... Blah, blah, blah. I'm here for this. My, she's like, you're here for your checkup? I said, yeah. I said, also, just so you know, I hurt my back. So I, if I'd like them to look at that too, which is cool. They end up giving me some like muscle relaxing stuff, which has really helped my back. Right. But I said to her, hey, I also took an old pain pill. And I just want you to note this. This during the part where they ask you about your medication. Yep. Because I noticed last time I had to take a test. You know, I don't want anything to be. And she goes, oh, yeah, I see it. And honest God, I didn't know the name of it. I told her like. Um, whatever the percentages or whatever that it says. And she mm-hmm. looked it up. She goes, oh, yeah, it's here from, like, you know, when I hurt your back, whenever. Yeah. She seemed fine with it. <sighs> Nurse practitioner comes in. Mm-hmm. She goes, hi, Todd, I've never met you before. And I said, yeah, never met you either. Which <laughs> means, because what this means is the only thing she's going to know of me is the notes. Because this is what I've learned from my medical friends. They have notes that we can't see. You know that, right? About us. But our personality. Oh, really? All, oh, yeah. I know what you're up to, medical people. <laughs> so she looks at it, and I tell her the story, and I bring it up again. Hey, just a heads up. I took this med 
So she checks my back and stuff. And now I didn't even think about this. I haven't told you guys this. Now I'm starting to get paranoid. Mm -hmm. I was looking back. She was doing these tests. And I'm, I tell her, I was like, listen, this happens when I kind of get slack. Like I even told her I was supposed to have um, surgery. All that's in my notes. So she confirmed that. And I right. said, I'm afraid, you know, I really need something. So she does all these tests. Have you seen an ortho specialist? I said, yes. They wanted me to have surgery. I didn't want to. And blah, blah, blah. And, and I realized that all my tests that she had me do, I passed. Mm -hmm. But I was like, well, it's not as bad. I mean, it's bad, but it wasn't shooting down my leg because that's one that's really bad. I'm having nerve issues. Right. So then in my mind, she might be going, yeah, this guy's back's not hurt. Right? This is how I'm thinking. It doesn't matter. So we get through, and I yeah. tell her, and I think everything's okay because I kind of joke with her. And, and I sit down, and she asked me if I've ever tried uh, prednisone. I'm like, yeah. Or no, a muscle relaxer. So she gives me that, which, thank God, because it really did help. Yeah, absolutely. Um which I'm not condoning using medication, folks. Follow your doctor's advice implicitly. Um, so I, so at the end of it, I was like, okay, and also this medication is supposed to have like a refill. She goes, let's just see, wait and see if the drug test is back. I didn't tell you that part? No. Yeah. <laughs> so I think this whole time, you guys know I've been kind of joking about it. So today is the day. Yep. Right before we went on the air, I pulled up my thing and it says, your test is in. I click it, and good golly, Miss Molly, once again, not only do we have inconsistent again, yep. which we knew, right? but now it has this other section, which is funny because each of these little lines, and maybe medical people know better, like, they seem to test the same thing, but they, like, answer differently. Uh -huh. So the one said, like, inconsistent, which means there's something in my system, I think. Yeah. And then it says, like, I can't remember what it said, like, opiate or narcotic or something. Right, like, right. Positive. Yep. And I just immediately. So then I write, <laughs> this is where I'm in trouble. I write a letter. I mean, a message, because you messaged Dr. Rickley. You read this. Yep. And I said to him, here's what happened, man. I'm not a drug addict. <laughs> I told everyone this. I go, and, and I go, if this is unnecessary, that's okay. I just want you to know I'll take my character integrity seriously. Like, I'll right. take a drug test every day. Yeah. All that to say, it's entirely possible I'm going to get fired from my doctor and or they believe that I'm a drug dealing addict. I don't know. But I let you read it. Yes. And how did it sound? I thought I it was said. genuine and nice. And like, you're just trying to be like, listen, man, I know it looks odd, but like, this is what it is. And like, I don't. And that's always been the thing with me because I don't ever want people to die. I become kind of a lawyer. You're a ruthlessly honest person. People to a, are not to used a, to that. Yeah, exactly. So it looks like I'm covering. Mm -hmm. So if you're a medical person, can you give me some advice moving forward? And <laughs> clearly I'm not going to have the doctor anymore, okay? So how do I approach this with my next doctor? And is there something I could have done differently here to have avoided this mess? Um, and if my doctor, you know who you are, sir, please – just hear the story, okay? Yeah. Um, well, that's the end of it. You know, so. when, you, when you put it all together... It like, looks terrible, I know. It, it, it looks hilarious because I'm sitting here and I've lived this with you. So, like, I've heard some of this stuff. Some of this stuff is new, like the fact of the ominous nurse practitioner. We'll just like, wait. We'll just oh, wait. Oh, I, I can't wait until... Yeah, we'll just wait until the, the results. And she back. did say it kind of grumpy. <laughs> and you're like this, you're like... Uh, so I'm that's, like, you know... <laughs> it's my life, dude. It's well, so like, wow. It doesn't make any sense. I don't. But you guys have been around enough to know my life. Like right. this is a classic thing that would happen to me. That is true. This is definitely a classic, Todd. So, 
You know, I could open it because I think I have a message right now. No. Live on air. I think I could. Oh, man. But I'm scared. Do you know for a fact, is, is it him? I'm 90% certain it's going to be him. Oh, man. Which, Guys, this is a. This should is I do a, it? Sure. Let's. Oh, you know what? We're already on the. We've broached the subject. I think, <sighs> all right. Give me a second to sign in. Okay. We've, we've already. We've already got here. We're yeah. Right. Here. Exactly. Let's we'll keep going. So this is. I have a potential title we, already we, for we, the we, episode. We, we gotta have. We gotta have. An answer to that. We have a, we have to have a conclusion. I'm so scared, guys. Jeez. Like I don't know why this scares me because I'm typically not like that, you know. But here I am. This week's episode of the Saga of Todd. <laughs> <sighs> nope. I already. It's already starting bad. First, they're calling me Larry. Uh oh. Hello, Larry. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Your past two urine screens have been inconsistent. Okay. Hold I don't want to open this. <laughs> I don't want to open this. I'm opening it. I'm opening it right now. I'm Dude, getting. Is, I am not a drug addict. You're not. Oh man. Wait. What does it who's, say? Who's it? Now this is the nurse practitioner. Okay. Okay. But I can't see. Like it won't let me see the whole thing here. Like that's weird. Let me hold on. Let me go to a different section. Okay. Okay. I am not a drug addict. <laughs> you know. Like anybody that knows me, oh, yeah, I am no, too nervous no. to no, be a you've, drug addict. No. You've, you've never. Oh my goodness, man. No, there's no. There's no way that this. Okay, is. well that like disappeared because I'm not seeing it. Like it to pulled the, up. I'll show. Okay, uh-huh. so right here, your past. Click it. Click it. Click it. Is it? Can you click the view details or what is well, that? What's not let view results? Oh, results. Yeah, maybe. Okay, so what is this? Well, they're not going to give me the one medication, which is fine. Right. Um, because that doesn't really matter. Okay. But is that pr- it? Yeah, that's all they said. And it says, call if you have questions, which I'm clearly going to call. Right. But I don't know how to make people understand. Yes, it is in my system. I took the medication except for the times. I mean, I don't understand how to help these people. I don't know, man. I don't know. We're going to all have to, like, come in and we're going to be like, look, this is what we're dealing with. So clearly, you know, you know who you are, doctor. I'm calling today. Yeah. Uh, You guys just learned live on air. (laughs) <laughs> that they full 100% believe that I'm a drug addict. So so what what, what, what did she say? She just That's said, exactly she goes, "Larry, your past two tests have been inconsistent. We can no longer prescribe your medication." Which that's that part's fine. But so is that them passively saying that, that I'm a drug addict or a drug dealer? Or right, but is that is that them that saying I'm lying. No, oh. that are, are they trying to say like without the doctor having to tell you is he trying to like say I don't want to I don't think they fired me. Okay. But I, they did not respond to my specific message. Because mm-hmm. here's the other thing. If I'm a drug addict, okay? Yep. If I'm a drug addict, drug dealer, can I ask, can I just answer? Why Listen, would man, I go take you, the you, test? You, I was about to say, you know Why? a guy who was in the world of drugs at one yes. point. Would a guy do this? No, absolutely not. He wouldn't. So I, be, They would pass every test. You'd want to avoid any sort of test possible. Exactly. You'd come up with excuses. or You would, it's like, you, dude, you would hire not, some, like, you would get fake pee. Like, you would do whatever you needed to do to pass yeah, that. Yeah, so like, here's the wouldn't. crazy thing. They don't seem to believe, because they said that it's not in my system. Right. They don't seem to believe I'm abusing it. They believe that I am a criminal kingpin. <laughs> <laughs> if only they do. <laughs> that that's not the case. Yeah, because, like, I don't... In fact, a few weeks ago, like I feel like if someone was somebody who was had like mal like, like bad intention of trying to get this medication to either like just abuse it or sell it, the first time you ran into an issue, I feel like they would have dipped out. They would have been like, "I'm nope, not gonna risk it. Risk it." Yeah, and you would not go back to that doctor. Exactly, you wouldn't go back. There'd be no. Reason I even to. offered, 
as you guys heard live, to go and take a test every day. Yeah. To yeah. prove that I, I – but although it just makes no sense. I so, don't know, man. This, so, this is where the – I don't – What do you do? Exactly. I was about to say that. What do you do in, the, in these kinds of situations? Because it's like – I know I've been in situations like this in my life, and the more you defend yourself, the, the worse more you look. guilty you look. And so it's like, what are you supposed to do? There's nothing you can do. I don't do. know. I guess. I don't know what to do. Is there something I can do? If you're out there and you're medical personnel, let me know what I can do or can't do. Because I'm telling you right now, I am not, I have taken the medication they've given me yeah. as prescribed at times. And I have also not, I, I don't know what else to answer. I mean, because clearly this – they don't even care, by the way, about the opiate thing or whatever that was in there. They, they just – are like, we don't even care. We're mad you're not taking the drugs. I, <laughs> yeah, which so, is it, so ridiculous. I don't, I don't know. I have taken this it, – it's just – I literally – at this point, I don't even care about the medication or anything, right? I'm right. angry that they're questioning my character. Right. When I – I mean, it's, it's – I'm telling you the truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I don't – I don't know. In this situation, I don't know what I don't know what you do. Is there HR? Oh, I'm certainly is, gonna cause a stir. Yeah, that's who I am. Is I, I don't. Is there an HR department for? Hospital? I don't think you can go to HR. I mean, yeah. I wonder if I, that's more for. Question. How do you it, appeal it? Isn't that for more employees? Because this person is in a in a large hospital system. Right. right. So once you know, my doctor's already said I'll never talk to him again. This is just the nurse practitioner just messaged oh, me. What the heck, man? That's I, why I I'm. Nurse yeah. We go to the same doctor. But I've never seen him once. My nurse practitioner is. A oh, so you've never actually seen him? So no, I was some kind I've of only just dealt with my nurse practitioner. You had my nurse practitioner once. She's a very. She can be very cold, but also this wasn't nice. even that one. This is a different one. Uh, I've never seen her then. <laughs> <sighs> well, that took a long time. My apologies. No, no I, it was, I was interesting. Um, I don't know, man. That's interesting. Like, cause that also it still relates to, like life. Like, what do you do in those situations, man? I don't know. Crazy journey. It really bothers me. Yeah. That they are calling me a liar. Uh, yeah. Essentially. But, you know, at the same time, this is the world we live in, man. I mean, you can go back to it that people do, like, probably try every trick in the book. Mm hmm. So it is, is what it true. is. Yeah. Sorry, everyone, for that long story. But the cool thing is, you got to hear some stuff live in the moment. It's true, man. That was, that was very exciting, even though it was, it was very, uh, not what we were expecting, but it was definitely. Uh, I had a feeling, man. That nurse—it was the same grumpy one that messaged me. Yeah, she was. She was. She was <coughs> distrusting. She's like, I'll handle this one. <laughs> She's gone. She's like, uh, yeah. that's my wife. Anyway, moving forward. Yeah, moving forward. Um, because I I'm so angry. I want to message. You know what? I'm gonna message. <laughs> she goes. You I'm know doing what? it. We already continued, but we can discuss questions as this happens. The saga continues. Because um, I'm Tune going in. in hard in the paint Tune here. The I'm going to make it short. Yeah, man. I Like you said, you plan on calling them too. So it'll be it'll be interesting. Definitely, yeah, a, to find this definitely a, a follow-up will probably have to ensue here. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <I'm, laughs> <Yeah, from laughs> oh, man. By the end of this episode or next week, yeah. tune in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be interesting. This is going to be a riot. This is going to be another one of those episodes where we have a crazy title, too, and I can't wait. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of directions we could probably go with that. With what part? He said with the title of this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd probably... So I will start, though, in our questions while I'm doing this live. Okay. First question. AJ, first yes. anonymous question. Could bitterness be a form of arrogance? I think so. Um, I think... I think the act of bitterness in itself is not necessarily an arrogant thing. I think it comes from a place of hurt. Uh, 
your bitterness kind of grows inside of you the more you don't deal with a negative emotion. So whether someone upset you or you felt sad about something or you're angry or whatever. So I don't think the actual like feeling of bitterness is arrogance. I think the arrogance comes from remaining bitter. So the arrogance comes in the fact that you start putting yourself above people because of the bitterness you have at them or you start you let those you let those really bad thoughts continue and stew in your head um that is where i think the bitterness can become arrogant fair fun turn uh yeah i would agree with that i think uh my only thought would be like it's the it's because of where your heart is that everything yeah. starts to come in so your pride gets up more mm -hmm. all your temptations that you're doing it since you're so bitter and you're allowing yourself to stay in that dark place of course, you're going to be tempted more. You're going to be attacked more because you're directly rebelling against God and not dealing with it. Mm -hmm. So once you you do that, you in that the fact that you aren't dealing with your bitterness is already arrogance, and it is already pride. Right. So you're that you're already not dealing with your bitterness out of arrogance and pride. Mm. Ninety five. I, honestly, I think that's really the only thing because when it boils down to it, it's still pride at the end of the day. Right. That you're not willing to go deal with this issue or go deal with that person. You're not. You're saying my way is better than yours way, yep, Lord. Exactly. That's, that's where we're at. And when you, you do that, it's a lot of disobedience. So I think when you stay in that place because you're letting pride take hold and take roots into your your heart, your heart starts to get very dark. So it causes more. You're already arrogant in the fact that you're not. So you get more arrogant. You get more aggressive probably. All those bad things that you naturally are fighting, it becomes a lot harder to fight them. Mm. Yeah, man. I, I agree with you 100%. And coming from... You know, just from my perspective, because, you know, I've found myself in a place of arrogance as of lately, you know, where I've been, you know, since, you know, you guys have kind of been mm -hmm. with me, apart, along with me in this journey of like, you know, where I, I had not wanted to face the reality of, of my sin and who I was and like, who you know, who I am without Jesus. I did not want to face that. And that had formed a lot of bitterness inside of me. And in that bitterness did come arrogance, because then even when. I was trying to love people. I was not loving people because I was still viewing them through that filter. I was viewing them through that filter of like, you know, of the bitterness. So I was, I was looking at people differently and I was, you know, I wasn't listening and that was arrogant. So I a hundred percent agree with that, man. It's good. Um, um, I think bitterness yeah, I guess I'm trying to think of how I would answer it, which kind of helps that, like, I was half in and out when you guys were speaking, which typically I'm not, because it helps me give a... I think it can. I think it can show itself as arrogance in the sense that you're not belie either believing the other person if they've wronged you and apologized, and or um, you have decided to not... Like, either they're not worth your time, mm -hmm. they're not going to respond right, so nothing good will come of it. And as a believer, right. it can definitely be a form of arrogance because you're deciding not to follow God. Exactly. Yeah. And that's kind of, I think Clint was kind of yeah, running that up earlier. Sorry. Of like, like how it's, you're, you're not, like, like you're not being obedient. You are, you are saying your way is better. Yeah. I, I agree. This brings me to another question that I was just thinking about. Are pride and arrogance two different things or are they just synonyms? Um, pride and arrogance. I think. I think in some instances they they're they're loosely similar. Like I think they could be synonyms in 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 some cases. I think like arrogance is more of like I think arrogance is you directly putting yourself above others, like your view, you look down on them. I think pride is like more self-focused. Like arrogance is going 
like arrogance is still selfish, but I think arrogance is you taking yourself and elevating yourself above people. Pride is more like this thing about me, I hold over everything. Does that make sense? Like arrogance has to do with people directly, and I feel like pride can be like something you do. Does that make sense? Like, like pride is you don't ever go to anybody for help, but arrogance is like the evil knight looking down with disdain. Yeah, yeah, I think that's... To me, if, if there really is a difference, I think that'd be the difference in them. I don't, they could be direct synonyms, though. They could be. I don't know. Um, but that's a good question because I think some people, I do think there is a difference, in my opinion, that there, uh, people could at times be more prideful than they are arrogant or vice versa. So I think that, <clears throat> I think they tend to be, uh, Oh, what's the word I was looking for? They tend they tend to be like hand in hand. Like I think someone who is prideful will naturally be more arrogant, or someone who is more arrogant will naturally be more prideful. So I think I think they definitely kind of flow together, but I do think they are slightly different. Good question though. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> what do you got, buddy? Let's see. So next question here it says this is kind of a long one, so bear with me. <laughs> I know that most churches seem to focus on love and a marriage. I haven't been here long, but it seems that this church seems to focus on the respect and submission part of marriage. Again, I could be wrong since my time here has been short, and they say I love it. But do you see it? Should there be an equal amount of focus on each, or do you find the woman's role more important? Sometimes I think the married women here seem kind of sad or deflated. Just trying to figure out what I'm seeing slash sensing. I hope it's not offending. Oh, first of all, it doesn't offend at all. I appreciate yeah. questions. I think questions are <clears throat> one of the most humble things someone can do. Mm -hmm. And actually is a compliment to the person that you're asking because you're giving that chance to explain or apologize, etc. <clears throat> so um, by the church, I assume they mean our church that sponsors the show. Yes. Um, and I, I think it's interesting because they say I, I know that most churches seem to focus on love in a marriage. Yeah. So, so it starts with that. And then they say, and I don't know if that's said to sort of um, say that's the way it should be or if they're just saying that they notice that people they talk about it more there mm -hmm. um, I haven't been here long so easy answer before I even start is you just kind of said it. you haven't been here long if you're here long you'll know that's we talk about the love part more than anything else mm -hmm. um, we push I'm a guy so I tend to push guys I'm very passionate about men being men and I'm on that journey myself to being a Christ following man um, so they get pushed hard. We've done an entire series called Be a King, Find a Queen. You can find that on our website. Yeah. Um, it's going to have its own page that you'll see that we really challenge men to really rise cool, up man. and be the men and, and, quote, kings that God has made us to be as sons of the Most High King. Um, so certainly let's start there. However, do we talk about – I think really the issue here is respect and submission are not talked about in most churches. And I have a theory that may upset people, but I'll tell you the truth because – Churches nowadays are made up primarily of women, and I think most mm. many pastors are nervous to talk about that because it looks like you can be accused of browbeating or dominating women or yeah. being a chauvinist. Um, I push it because I think that <clears throat> you know uh, that it's a biblical principle that doesn't get talked about. <clears throat> um, so. <clears throat> Do I excuse me? I'm so sorry. Do I think there should be an equal amount of focus? Absolutely, that's my point. There should be an equal amount of focus. The church loves to talk about husbands love your wives, and they should. We right. don't challenge and push women to do their biblical part, as it's shown in Ephesians five as well, mm -hmm. which is to respect and submit. I get that word sounds scary and it sounds overwhelming. Um, I encourage you to go read the section, but that is what the Bible says, and right. we can't highlight other parts 
and make other parts not as important just because it makes people uncomfortable in the modern 21st century. Mm-hmm. You know, back in Jesus's time, uh, back in, in the time that Paul was writing this, right. uh, and, and to that culture, the, the part telling the man to love and, and sacrifice for his wife was so radical and countercultural because women were almost possessions in some ways. Yes, yes. And now we just happen to be in a time when it's radical and countercultural for a woman to submit and respect her husband. The women at that time would have not have found that to be shocking. Probably would have been thankful. Um, but, so, you know, Christ has always been uh, countercultural, has called us to do things that goes against the world, which we know right. why, right? The world, uh, we have an enemy. And so, yeah, do I think there should, is it wrong, but do I see it? No, I don't believe it's more. I believe that I do it more than other churches. Hmm. Um, I like to push buttons on both both sides. Yeah. Just because in those buttons and the places that make us kind of prickly are the places that Jesus wants to go in and work a lot mm. of times. Uh, should there be an equal amount of focus? Absolutely. I believe it's more. I do not believe a woman's role is more important. However, I do not believe a man's is either, but I believe they're both equally. And I do not devalue men's roles, okay, because it comes with a high responsibility, and and that's the case. Uh, and, and as such, it be it should be viewed that way. Sometimes I think the married women seem kind of sad or deflated. I took that seriously and actually asked a few people. This is one of the few questions I sort of didn't prepare but looked at ahead of time and asked people about yeah. some women. and. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I asked a lot of married women and, and ones that would be honest with us and our right. church friends, and they said no. Uh, they don't believe that at all. So, um, yeah, just trying to figure out what I'm sensing. I hope I don't offend you, and I mean that genuinely. If you know my heart at all, you'll learn. But I'm going to ask you a question back. Is it possible that what you're sensing is your own areas getting pricked and mm-hmm. kind of messed with because you that's not comfortable for you? So whether you're yep. a woman who's having to ask this question and now you're having to deal with the discomfort of like, oh, what does that mean? Right. Or you're a guy and you're like, okay, this is not what happens typically in churches. Yep. Either way, maybe it's the spirit kind of, you know, pushing you to wrestle, and your flesh is wanting to kind of push back on that and think that it's somehow on the church. That's just my thoughts. No, this is where I had a question, even just from how the question was worded. So, do you think because it says in the first couple lines, like how they they mention how most churches seem to focus on love in a marriage, and he said, and then the person said. Uh, and we seem to focus on the respect and submission part. Isn't re- respect and submission all part of love anyway? So, like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, say it again now. Like, they talk about how most churches focus on love in a marriage, and we focus more on the folk. Like, they we focus on uh, respect and submission. Aren't those both just part of love anyway? Like, yeah. I think that's what a lot of the newer people say, though. They would say we're to mutually submit because it says at the end, but the context at the end of that section in Ephesians 5, but the context is very clear that we have a role and God is giving some order to the family. Mm-hmm. No, women do not have to submit to any random hobo man in the world. Right. I mean, hobo, all of us, right? Any guy, just random guy. Right. But um, they are called to submit to their husbands. And what does that look like? It should be a beautiful picture. And it's no different than any other place, right? We It's chaos when you got two people trying to, you know, cert- trying to direct the ship, certainly a man mm-hmm. who's acting tyrannical should not do that. That's not oh, being absolutely. Christ-like. However, but and, and he is called to love in that way. However, ladies, if you're going to say that a man should love you regardless, then you're submit because that's an act of worshiping Jesus, right, following Jesus, not just loving you when you're lovable, then you can't just submit and respect a man when he's respectable. You are called to do it all, all the time. Right. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So did, I answer, did I answer your question? Yeah, no? I think so. Um, 
Cool, man. I think yeah, that answers my question. I just found it odd that they almost seemed like they they almost seemed like they were separating it, like they were separating that respect, uh, respect and submission were like outside of love. <laughs> that's what it felt like. I, like they were almost saying, and I was like, that's not true. I like that. No, I think what you said is great. I was just yeah. want to point out to you, because uh... then like you know if if those things aren't involved in it, like where is love really? Is it you know so. Especially if that's the call of marriage, like if you're not including those things, I feel like you're not actually really looking at what marriage really is, according to the Bible, you know. So then, what is love really? So in in that definition of what they're trying to say, mm-hmm. so I think it's cool that they're willing to ask. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, that was the only part that was kind of confusing to me for it because it almost sounded like they were saying like respect and. Uh, submission were outside of love in the marriage. I was like, that, that, no, I don't think that at all. I don't think so, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, man. So, that was good. I like that. Um, do you want me to ask another one? Yeah, I'm sorry. Hey, well, good news is, it's telling me, okay. Uh Uh-oh. Failed to send. Oh. Guys, I spent time. (laughs) Is there a draft system? I hope so. I saved it. Oh, nice. In fact, I should probably paste this in a note. Yeah, that's a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> awesome. Oh my goodness. Anyway, guys, as you can tell, I take this very, very seriously. Yeah, man. Uh, I'll ask one and then uh, here we go. What does, I'm sorry, do you believe that politics should be kept separate from church? Why? Is there a way to have it both ways or to be neutral? Um, I don't, so politics well, should be separate from church. Are they, are they talking about like, like church and state sort of deal? Like, is that, do you think that's what they mean? Or do they mean like church people shouldn't talk about politics? I think... They would mean like the church itself as an organization wouldn't talk about it. Like Pat, like like we. You know. I I don't. Well, I guess I don't think that would be a problem. No, I don't think it's wrong to have an opinion. Mm. You know, so mm. I think that if us as a church like represented one singular like position, like if and if you didn't match up with that, like I guess I could see reasons why you'd feel like maybe you you don't belong there, mm. but like. There's no reason why a church wouldn't be able to take a stance on that. It's like, you know, what's the difference between that and like saying like, oh, like, yeah, we don't stand, uh, we, we don't stand for people giving into like their homosexual tendencies. Mm. It's the same thing. So it's like, are we willing to, you know, so I guess to me, there's no difference there. Um, so yeah, I don't think it should be kept separate. I think if, if we have an opinion, we should give that, um, why? I guess I kind of already went into the why. Um, is there a way to have it? What, what do you What do you think they mean by "is there a way to have it both ways or be neutral"? Is that Is that kind of like the idea of like having more than one? I think it's just saying like, do we believe it should be separate from the church? If so, why? And you know, is there a way? I don't. I don't really understand. I guess I don't fully understand that. Like, yeah. I I understand the neutral part. Should we not talk about it at all? Kind of. Right. I don't know, man. I think that um, the way I approach it. First of all, you know, we are not of this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are in the world, but not of the world. Uh, we are part of, you know, the kingdom of God. Yeah. And we're living here. Um, does that mean that we don't stand up for truth and, and honesty in the, uh, I don't know, <sighs> that we should care about the things that, that Jesus cares about, that God cares about? Um, do I think we should take our identity from politics and political systems and affiliations? Absolutely not. No. But will I stand up and lend my voice to things that, you know, onto issues that in and of themselves are, um, you 
know, those specific issues matter? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, in the absence of the church giving a response, the world's going to fill it. So absolutely, we have a, an obligation yeah. to discuss those things. Do 100%. I think that, you know, how do I think that a pastor, I'm trying to even think how to even say it. You know, I think, especially nowadays, the political climate is so yeah. strong. Do I think pastors should use this as an opportunity to push their agenda? No. No, mm-hmm. clearly that's wrong. And in fact, again, going back to what kingdom we're a part of, we should be focused on that. But I think there's times that the political system becomes um, a kingdom issue mm-hmm. to a degree, right? Certain issues specifically. Yeah. So, sh- no, I don't think that. Why would that be separate from the church? My life is Jesus. Right. And I live here. So there isn't different boxes for me. I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ when I go to the grocery store, when I go to the doctor. I'm joke, joke, right? But I am. When I, <laughs> when I work out, when I um, go to the gas station, and when I go into that voting booth, I'm still a disciple. Yeah. And that's going to drive me, um, you know, that I should care. Again, I'm not – we need to make sure that we don't let our political affiliation or our views on social justice in general become our primary identifier. Yeah. Um, you know, as a person, because that's, that's not and, right. And I like the idea that you brought up of like, I like, like you brought up like, okay, like a pastor and how like you should, like, should you bring up your political views? You know, clearly if it's for pushing your own agenda, yeah, that's wrong. But like just having one and stating that, yeah, there's, there, excuse me, there's nothing wrong with that at all. In my opinion, like what would be the difference between a pastor giving his opinion on a political stance than like a CEO of, of a big company. Like there is no difference to me. Um, you know, so I, yeah, I don't know why that'd be an issue at all. I haven't seen anything wrong with but, that. But I do understand like there are pastors on both sides that use it to push their political agenda and, and try to and, and use that God is, and that's wrong. Right, to say yes. God is only here on this side. Right. And you know, our political system, po- politics in general, first of all, not everyone in po- Federal positions are believers, and the systems are yeah. not in and of themselves. There's no kingdom party. So we do the best we can um, to choose the lesser of two evils. And I've been told before that we should not choose the lesser of two evils. We shouldn't choose anything, and I think that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Of course we're going to choose. Is there a perfect – let's take America, United mm-hmm. States. We have a two-party system. It shouldn't be that way. It's not technically that way, but it is. And we're going to try, and I think um, – do I think both parties have things wrong? Absolutely. Do I believe – do I wish we could take a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and put it together to, you know, create one that there was a kingdom system? Sure. But here's mm-hmm. the thing. I'm going to choose and vote with, with my heart and for the things that seem to most align with the kingdom and or least oppose it. That's right. And when it comes to basic human freedoms and the things that take care of people and, you know, yeah, that matters. And I think that matters to God. So, do good, I, you know, and I think certain times it's very obvious and that's and that throughout history, it's kind of went back and forth at times. Um, but you know, I believe there's a there's a more right, even or maybe a less wrong, and that's where I want to be. Yeah, man, I like that. That's good. That's just my thoughts. Alrighty, um, your turn, I think. Yes. Um, why should anyone be made to feel ashamed of their race in the 21st century? Is CRT shaming the white race? What if I don't want my child to be subjected to this type of curriculum? Does that make me a bad person or Christian? Uh, say it one more time for me. 
Uh, why should anyone be made to feel ashamed of their race in the 21st century? Is CRT, which is critical race theory, uh, shaming the right white oh, race? Gotcha. Uh, what if what if I don't want my child to be subjected to this type of curriculum? Does that make me a bad person or a bad Christian? No, no, I don't think so. And listen, I'm going to offend somebody either way here. And I love, you know, I hope you guys appreciate no matter who you are listening or your political affiliation or views on this, that you would appreciate the fact that they're willing to ta- we're willing to tackle this because a lot of people aren't mm-hmm. because of the fact they're going to get backlash either way. Yep. No, just like politics should not be our primary identifier, neither should race. Nope. Paul himself says this. He goes, uh, we just read this actually no, today <laughs> in 1 Corinthians, I believe, chapter 12, when he says, Paul says, there is neither Jew nor Greek, Mm-hmm. No slave nor free. Long story short, what he's saying is stop. Make, there is only Christ. One spirit, one God, one body. Um, and I Not think, cool. you know, there are probably people who believe in it in an attempt to right an old wrong. Mm. But sometimes what you're doing is just further causing the racial divide, no matter which side you are. So absolutely. And I can say this honestly. We should stand up for racial injustice when it happens, but not at the expense of shaming another race. No. Because then we're no different than the other. That's right. Um, what if you don't want your child to be subjected to that? If you've prayed and thought and you're, it doesn't make you a bad person or a bad Christian. Though there are people out there that would tell you that. I have a really right. close friend. You, you know this. It really bothered me um, last year who just, man, he let his heart for social justice trump his identity in Christ and just became this, would make these ridiculous statements. And he started mm-hmm. to justify yep. areas politically so he could align with one party that we know for a fact God does not view as okay. And he started mm-hmm. to justify it by saying that that elevating racism, or I mean, I'm sorry, not elevating racism, standing against social injustice inju- yeah. meant that it, God would rather he do that and condone this, right, when it's clear and obvious that he shouldn't. Right. Um, so, and I could be specific. I'm not afraid to say that. You know, and a lot of times, guys, on the show, just so everyone's aware— I have zero fear of talking about these certain issues. Mm-hmm. I just have to respect our the church that's putting this this on right. and making sure. But no, I don't think it makes you a bad person or a bad Christian. No, me either. Um, and, and don't let anybody tell you there's only two options. That if you don't support a certain curriculum, that you're a racist. That's absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, nor irrational. does it mean that if you, you know, some people may be behind that kind of curriculum. Excuse me. We can't use that as an indicator that they're all bad either. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, personally, I don't see, I don't see how, <laughs> I don't see how indoctrinating even one race to take shame and blame for things that were done hundreds of years ago is right either. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the argument, of course, is well, it's in our society. There, I don't remember what they call it. That what's that one kind of systematic racism? Yeah. You know, I'm sure that does exist. Um, and we've talked about that in previous episodes, but. I can tell you that the cure is not to shame children and make them believe or change history to fit yeah, man. a propaganda. That's not good either. There no. was evil in uh, this country's history, absolutely, and there mm-hmm. was good too. And to throw it all out because of an era is is dangerous. Yeah, man, and it, you, you're right. It is getting weird too. You know, I, I think I even told you this earlier today that I saw like a, uh, I saw that they were removing a statue of Thomas Jefferson. Oh yeah, it's been removed. Absolutely. And, yeah, and, I saw and, that today too. Yeah, and I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like, just they're wanting, you know, it's it's like the only way that this is going to get better is just to erase history, and that's not right." Well, let me put it this way: Martin Luther King Jr. We would all attest that from everything we know, we don't know him. That was a good man. Yeah, 
there are moral things about that man that someone could judge, and some people do. Say he wasn't a good man because he, you know, some whether and I don't know the truth of this, but I know I've heard it and read it. He, he was unfaithful to his wife numerous times, and he was yeah. this and that. Imagine if we just tried to erase him, the other side, not we actually, the other side that's in, um, what's it called? The other side that is, I'm not even talking racially, politically, uh, maybe the other like religious side that's, yeah. you know, pure black and white was like, well, we can't like anything about him because he was not a Christian because he did this. It's the same right. idea. It's the idea of let's condemn people and shame people, both in Christianity and just in society who yeah. don't agree with us so it's the idea of either you agree with the group think or you are evil yep that's like the only and those are not that's not the options my mm. nephews and nieces are biracial i love them dearly i would never want them to be i don't even see that in them they are beautiful mm -hmm. if anything and i only bring this up not as proof but to say i of course care and never want them and i and and my nephew who i've talked to in the past about this stuff at times has shared with me um that you know, he's faced racism before because that does exist. Mm -hmm. And absolutely in those individual moments, we should stand up. Yeah, But man. you can't legislate goodness. That's only points more to the reason why we need Christ. There needs to be a transformation in the hearts of people or you'll never eradicate racism. Yep. You know, you won't. And in fact, do you think the, the people who truly are racist are going to be changed? Like even the kids. No, they're going to still get it home things they get what we need to do is stand up in the moments that it matters to stand up mm. does that make sense that's yeah, just my man. opinion Absolutely. Um, but but i will say this on the other side god does hate racism i believe that entirely he would hate yeah. because god's against hating people there mm -hmm. you know man is made in the image of god there is only one race the human race mm. period we're all in need of a savior that's right we're all brothers and sisters in him it's good stuff good show yeah man yeah we, we, we had some articles um i do want to We'll get to later, but we're yeah. going to do this bonus show. And guys, you're not going to believe it. You're going to be shocked. It's on my notes. You'll know what I mean. But I got a way to motivate the pod squad, the crowd, the book milk, all of them. Okay. Listen up, guys. If we can, and I don't know how to do this. Maybe you can help me. Okay. If we can get this episode, there's a part of my life that I have not opened up to you guys about. Mm -hmm. A very important part of my life that I have not discussed. Mm -hmm. You know this fun turn. All right. You, I promise you yeah, know this. Yeah, I was going to say, definitely. Um, I have not opened it up intentionally, not mm -hmm. because I'm ashamed, but because I'm very protective of yes. this part of my life. And I am willing to share with you guys one of the biggest, most important things that has ever happened in my life mm. that I have not shared with you. And my thoughts on it, open up the mind of Todd, the heart of Todd to you. And you guys have asked me about this. If... I can, I believe if there are people out there still watching this. So yeah. here's here's how we're gonna do this. Okay. And we're not gonna see the numbers for the uh, for the podcast because because would you say most of our stuff is podcast at this point? No. Okay. Still so not. still still the place that we struggle the most. I mean, that yeah. demands us. Well, here's I'll just say it. Listen, guys, we keep, Facebook is was our first uh yeah, platform that, yeah. and, and it's still our best it still is the highest yeah. um so here's what i want to see on the old book note crew mm -hmm. if you guys can get us up to i want to be realistic but i want to be 175 views okay okay 175 views and 15 shares for those mm -hmm. that's not even that much man we used no. to get 50 60 oh yeah if you do that and or actually because even the pod people could do that 
Uh, just if you're a podcast listener completely, you could and you want to help towards this, you could go to um, the Remnant Church yeah. uh, of Whitley County. You can type that in on Facebook. You'll find us and give it a like and share. Or I would say and or the podcast. The podcast, if we get, let's say, five new reviews on – I will talk about this. We'll put this out on our bonus episode because we're going to do a bonus episode this week. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know we keep saying it. We let you down. We're not intentionally lying, but we're going to because um, we have a lot to talk about. We do, man. But I really do think you guys will be fascinated, interested, have a lot of thoughts. I've learned yeah. a lot. Uh, the guys are, you know, have asked me. People have asked me before. I'm, I'm very private in this area of my life. Yeah. But I'm willing to open it up to, to my family, my extended, real talk family. If nice. you show me that you want to know. And you show me that by letting us know you're still out there. So 175 views, 15 shares, and or five new reviews. All right, man. Because we want this to reach people. There it is. Five new reviews, y'all. I didn't even ask you for cash. Nope, nothing. So what are you guys thinking there? I think, I think that'd be interesting, right? Yeah, a lot absolutely, Interesting man. topic. Because you guys would have a lot to share on this too, being in my life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. man. It's it's definitely – I'm excited. I, I hope you guys do it because I think it would be, it'd be cool to open up about. So. Mm-hmm. I'll Thanks. even have multimedia put on the screen let people Heck yeah. know. All right, cool. Oh, yeah. nice. So, that's it. You got anything else, man? Uh, hey, you guys heard him. You know, y'all watching on Facebook, 175 uh, views, 15 shares, and we get to get that bonus episode. Uh, also, if you're doing the review for the podcast, five. We need five of them. If you're watching from YouTube, please. Oh, yeah, that please too. Please hit the – now, YouTube has been going up in views a little bit. Nice. But, um, Share that, like it, whatever you do. That's right. If you guys are not subscribed to our channel, please yeah, that's hit the subscribe button and hit the notification bell so that you guys will be notified that we have posted. Also, if you are on Instagram, follow us on Instagram. We do a lot of cool stuff on Instagram. Uh, and I'm trying to think of anything else. Rumble. If you're watching us from Rumble, give us a Rumble. I know you know we're kind of relatively new to the Rumble Yo, Rumble, still, but hey, we're on there. Uh, and also, I don't, I've never done this one, but uh, okay. if you guys are on Telegram, we nice. are on Telegram. Uh, we do post our real talk on Telegram and anything in between. We try to keep you guys updated on there as well. So if you do have a Telegram, follow us. It's like the Remnant Church CC. So go ahead and follow us, follow us on there as well. Other than that, I love you guys. Cool. Anything fun turn? No, he uh, summed it right all the way up. <laughs> awesome. Well, there you go. Guys, forgive me for being distracted. Uh, I'll let you in on my life. I'll let was, you know as the saga continues. The Todd saga. I uh, I sent them just to keep you updated. What did I tell them? I said, by golly, this is wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. And I said, I want to. Is there a way to appeal this or prove it? <laughs> and I even said, I don't even want your medication. Never did. But I want my character vindicated. <laughs> yes. My integrity cleansed. Yeah, I love it. So, I'll let you know what happens. Pray about that for real. <laughs> yeah. It really bothers me. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Um, so that's it. Yes, sir. We'll keep you guys updated. Hey, today's show is a little different. Let you know a little of our, you know, some of the wild stuff happening in our lives, but we did get some really good questions. Love the questions that are coming in. Please keep those coming in folks. Keep them coming. You guys are the reason that this show continues to reach people. And I promise you this someday we're going to do sort of a testimony or, or impact of what real talks done in people's lives. It's pretty cool. Um, man. It's, it's cool. It's sobering. Yep. In a good way. And, uh, so anyway, that's it. He already said it, like, share, all that stuff. We love you guys. Hope you have a great, great day, and God bless you.